Are we ready for some drama? I feel like we're ready for some drama because it wouldn't be preseason in the NFL if we didn't have at least a little bit of drama, a little bit of, you know, what's really about to happen with these teams and these players. Welcome to Not Your Average Cheerleader NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Gibbs, and here we cover the NFL players, the game, the contracts. Man, we even cover the injuries. So I need you to sit back, relax. If you're all about the NFL, you're in the right place. I'm about to throw some commentary your way. So you know what? Go ahead and grab your coffee, grab your tea, grab your food, because we're about to get this party started. You know what? I think like, you know, I really love doing this stuff because someone out there loves listening to me talk about football. And granted, it is the preseason, okay? And I, so I was on Twitter yesterday and you saw that some people were like, you know, the Buccaneers last night lost to the Bengals. I know, right? The Bengals. And the comments were like, oh, you know, this is Tom Brady's fault. Oh, they're not as good as we think. These are the Super Bowl champs. It's like, but bro, it's a preseason game. Calm down. Okay. Um, Let's just take a step back. All right. Let's regroup. It's a preseason game. Nine times out of 10, Tom Brady played with probably like one or two snaps. I don't know. I didn't 100% watch the game. And you have to remember that it's really about the backup quarterbacks, the rookies, the second and third string, getting their chance to show what they're made of. Remember, we did not have this last season. So I just need everybody to calm down. Relax. It's okay. Um, I'm sure the Super Bowl champs will remind us why they won the Super Bowl when the season starts. So that was just my little two cents. Of course, I love to like peek around Twitter on football, you know, commentary and find out what's going on. But welcome to episode two of season three of Not Your Average Cheerleader NFL podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Gibbs. And of course, we're going to dive into some drama. I call this the drama camp because that's exactly what it is. There's always something going on in the NFL with a player feeling like, oh, I'm not getting, you know, what I'm supposed to get. And sometimes in certain cases it is. And then sometimes you're just like, eh, but what did you do? So let's talk about our quick fire topics. First and foremost, today's episode is brought to you by the coffee that is in my cup. I made this one myself. I've been struggling, you all, with making my coffee taste good. So I would like go to my daytime job and I would always end up having to buy coffee from like Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts. You know how I feel. And I'm going to put you guys on. Okay, listen, listen to this. Dunkin' Donuts has this smoked vanilla cold brew iced coffee with the vanilla cold foam on top. And it changed my life. I just, I don't drink anything else at Dunkin' Donuts right now. I just order that. And so if you get a chance, I'm not sponsored or anything. I'm hitting numbers. I'm not sponsored or anything. I just love coffee. So get a chance, go try it. Um, it is delicious. I wouldn't steer you wrong. You need to trust me. So <laughs> that's my two cents. Let's dive into some quick fire topics and probably just one right now because my notes were all discombobulated, but let's quick fire talk about some of the preseason games that we saw, right? We watched the Patriots, of course, beat the Cardinals. That was a little bit shocking. I'm not even gonna lie. You had Mac was out there. Cam Newton was out there. Cam Newton posting very cryptic Twitter. No, was it Twitter? Or was it Instagram? Instagram posts where it's like, you know, stay loyal to me and I'll stay loyal to you. Something about loyalty. Go to his page. It's on his Instagram page. Go to his page. Check it out. Um, and of course, the media had a frenzy because a pro athlete tweeted about loyalty. 
So um, it makes you wonder what was going on because when Mac came out to the field, everyone started clapping. It was like a standing ovation for him. I had my thoughts on what that possibly meant, but I feel like they were like, oh, is Mac Miller going to start over Cam Newton? And so here's my answer to that question, okay? Here's my answer. Hear me out. I think that Cam Newton is still going to start. I do. I don't think he's going to start for very long. Cam Newton is still, he looks great. He looks like he's in great shape. He put the cigars down because remember he had his YouTube channel with like smoking cigars and whiskey or something like that. And I was like, "Mm -hmm, okay, you know, a little bit healthier, but you know, it's not like the man can't enjoy himself. So let's leave that to the side. But he looks like he's in complete shape. He's ready to play. I just think that accuracy piece with Cam Newton is the biggest thing. How many accurate passes is he actually, you know, throwing? Can he be mobile with the ball? He's reminding us of why he can, who he was, you know. So I think that there's a difference. I think Mac, with the right coaching, I think is going to end up starting sooner than later. That's my two cents. I think Cam is going to start, and I think Mac is going to end up coming in, possibly taking over for Cam when Cam makes a mistake because that's happened before. So that's my two cents with the Patriots game. I think they were looking pretty good out there. They still have some wide receivers. I don't think I got to see Kendrick Bourne step out on the field at all. Um, That was that one game that I watched. I also watched the Miami Dolphins were looking pretty good. I'm not even going to lie to you about that one. And then, of course, my team, 49ers faithful. Someone at work was like, oh, are you a 49ers fan? I was like, yeah, I'm a 49ers faithful. 49ers faithful. Um, so we did lose Kansas City by three points. I think it was three points. It was like 19 to 16. But to be fair, I kind of knew we were going to lose. That's not why I was watching the game. I was watching the preseason games. I need to see what Trey Lance was going to do. I need to see if Trey Lance was ready. I need to see, is he really all they say he is like hyped up to be from practices and all the reports about how well he's doing, throwing these long passes and getting the ball out there. I needed to see it. And so I didn't get to see it because my NFL pass screwed me over. Yeah, that's right. I had to struggle. I was like hustling. I was like, pay $99, actually, and watch the game. This is my struggle, y'all. Last night, I was like, pay $99 and watch this game or just watch highlights. So now, thanks to YouTube, shout out to YouTube, I got to watch the highlights. So I'm a little bit caught up on what that game was like. You had Trey Lance out there throwing some passes. I'm not going to lie. I feel like Jimmy G is just like, I don't want to lose my job. Um, and he won't, you know, I think it's still all up in the air. Remember preseason is about the backups. It's about the rookies. It's about the people they drafted and first, you know, round draft picks, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. It's about all those people. So again, I want to see if Trey Lance was as good as he said, keep in mind, he's probably going up against a second and third string lineup, so to speak. But I think he's showing us that he is capable. He put that phone on D and D do not disturb. And guess what? It might pay off. I'm not going to lie. I feel like when they say, okay, is Jimmy G going to start versus, you know, um, Trey Lance? I think Jimmy G is going to start. This is the same situation as Cam Newton with Mac. Okay. This is the same exact situation over to the 49ers. I think Jimmy G is going to start. And I think the second that Jimmy G throws a pick or two, which it will happen because again, Jimmy G's accuracy for me is not that great. That's what we needed. I go back to the Super Bowl when we finally put the ball in Jimmy Jean's hands. And what did he do? He threw a pick. I was like, he threw a pick. That play was perfect. And you screwed it up. I was just like, okay, take him out. 
sit him down. You're out. We're going to put in the backup now. That's how I felt about that. So I feel like it's going to be the same situation. I think that Lance is going to end up getting his start sooner than later. You heard it here first. Watch what happens. Y'all y'all stick with me. Stick with me. I, when have I ever stared any of y'all wrong when y'all are listening to this podcast or now watching me on YouTube? When have I ever steer, steered y'all wrong? It, it hasn't been a minute. And my predictions are getting better. Huh. So that's my two cents, a quick fire. There were so many different games on, of course. If you get a chance, head over to your social media platforms, watch the highlights. They were actually pretty good. I'm looking forward to seeing what next. They reported that, oh, you know, I'll talk about Dak in a minute. I'll get to Dak in a second. Let's move on to our first topic. The Michael Thomas drama. I know y'all heard about it. So here's what I know. Apparently, Michael Thomas, I think it was like an ankle injury or something like that that he was dealing with. Apparently, Michael Thomas didn't want to get surgery. The team's like, hey, your ankle's going to need surgery. Michael Thomas went to some like medical guru. <laughs> and a lot of players do, Tom Brady, a lot of players do, hey, surgery is very like extreme. It's very invasive. So I understand why you think, hey, I could rehab it back to life. So that's what Michael, Michael Thomas was saying. That's what Thomas was saying. And apparently he wasn't answering phone calls from like the head coach from the GM, from basically anyone who's of importance, basically his employers. And mind you, he signed like a, a almost a $100 million contract with a certain like over extreme amount that's guaranteed. I don't know if it's around 40 or 60 million that's guaranteed, making him one of one of the highest paid wide receivers in the league. And he tweeted something like, oh, you know, I protected them so they don't look bad. You got to love these players' social media. They be going up there and putting the most cryptic messages about their employers. <laughs> they do. Uh, you know what? I, I, I'm here for all the smoke. I'm here for all of it because <laughs> they just get up there and they'll tell a whole life story. I need to start like following all of them because it gets entertaining. Um, but apparently, you know, it was a lot of back and forth. They kept, you know, interviewing the head coach of the Saints. They kept talking to him about his thoughts about it. he's like, we don't address social media comments. That is we don't do that here. Uh, so as of recent, there has been updates. Michael Thomas apparently met with the head coach, you know, clear the air, remove the frustration. Hey, you know, let's let's get things down to business. So hopefully we know what's going to happen next because they're still wondering if he's still going to get surgery on that injury um, that he's been trying to work on so that he could get back into the game, get back into it. So I'll keep you posted on that. I'm really interested to see what's going to happen because, again, surgery is very extreme, is very evasive. So I can understand why some players would be like, hey, my goal, if I don't have to get surgery, is to not get surgery. That makes sense, right? Um, so... That's going to be my two cents for that. But moving on to episode two, okay? Um, not episode two. Wow, I'm so lost, y'all. I've had my coffee now. <laughs> moving on to topic number two. Are we underestimating Tim Tebow? Hear me out, because I did watch him play in the preseason, and there's already a meme out there. There's already a gif out there of him trying to block and him being terrible at it. <laughs> him being horrible at it. Oh my gosh, that was embarrassing to watch. But you know, it's a preseason game. Everyone has time to get it right. We're not underestimating Tim Tebow. I think everybody's still waiting to see what he's going to do. Um, Again, he's a tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
Um, you know, they said he was showing a lot of skill in practice that he probably will make the final roster. So we're interested to see again, you know, what he looks like in a preseason right now. He looks like a person who's rusty and has never played the tight end position before. Could you imagine that? Cause he's never played the tight end position before. That was my two, you know, my ounces of shade that I just threw, but I think, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not saying I'm a T, Tim Tebow fan. I think he's a great guy. I think that, you know, he sometimes just didn't know what direction he wanted to go when it came to his athleticism and when it came to his position in the NFL, baseball, preaching. I mean, he did everything. So, um, if you get to go watch that highlight in that game, he definitely went to block and I don't even know what he just fell to the right, just fell. Like there was, sorry there was no reason he just fell and you're just like oh are you okay like this is football um so i just i don't even know i gotta stop laughing but it's not funny but it was funny please go watch it go watch tim tebow in the game or tim tebow falls in a game preseason game i don't know go youtube it go google it and just watch and tell me what you see there's a gif out there already so you probably have already seen it and just didn't realize it Massively entertaining. Next games are about to be um, coming up. Remember that they decreased it from the number of normal preseason games that you get down to three games. I think Dallas Cowboys are the only, them and another team are the only two teams that get four games this, um, four preseason games this year. I think it's the Steelers. But they're the only two teams that get four preseason games. And then we transition from 16 weeks to 17 weeks. And then, of course, you have vaccines, non-vaccinated. We talked about that last episode. But it's really going to be an interesting season with all the move-arounds, with all the vaccines, not vaccinated. How will COVID still impact the game? We're still in a pandemic, folks. You have seven states that have really, or eight states that reported high case of numbers, but so far, the players seem like they're super excited to finally have fans back in the stands, have that energy back to really motivate them, to fuel them a little bit. Um, it was probably challenging playing with no fans in the stands last season. So it will get it will be interesting to see if COVID's going to play a role in this. You know, we don't want this to be an Atlanta Falcons versus the Patriots moment Super Bowl. That's the joke that's going on is COVID, you know, came back 28 to 3. Um, so let's keep our heads on a swivel. Let's keep, you know, I know social distancing is not in order in some places, but still social distance. You know, you don't need a sign to tell you to social distance and back up from people. (laughs) You know, you don't need a sign to tell you to do that. Just do it. Um, you know what, if places are mandating masks, mandate masks, but just spread out. Like, you know, like it's kind of like in second grade when you were lined up to go to the bathroom and teacher said, okay, space out. You don't have to be up on each other. Space out, you know? And don't go to places you don't have to go to. You go to games, wear your mask, you know, separate as best as you can and do the best you can to protect you and your family. That's my two cents um, with this pandemic and sports. And then finally, let's get to the the meat of this whole episode. Hard Knocks. (laughs) Yes. I watched my show on my favorite show. I got shout out to, um, you know, one of my coworkers. I got her to start watching the show. Ha. And again, you know, Dallas Cowboys are featured. Episode one, they got to really showcase Dak Prescott's injury. And I, when I say showcase, I mean, we saw the video. We saw a very good depiction of what his ankle looked like, that it was 100% facing the opposite direction. We even saw him attempt to straighten it back up. <laughs> so 
I was just like, whoa, what am I? If y'all could have saw my live reaction watching Hard Knocks, <laughs> probably, you know, I'm gonna do that. I should record my reaction to watching some of Hard Knocks and just put it as snippets in the next episode and maybe just take pictures. I don't want to violate any like copyright laws, but it, I was just like, oh, okay. He definitely tried to straighten it back. And I mean, you just don't want to see that. That is gruesome. That bone, I can't even imagine being on a field and watching him do that. And that, that's because he thought, he said he thought he could. He thought it was just, oh, a sprain. I was like, bro, your ankle was facing, supposed to be facing this way. It's facing that way. So it's just like, <laughs> um, so that, <laughs> I just, I have to laugh because it's very uncomfortable to watch. So if you don't like that kind of stuff, I suggest you skip over that first few minutes of the episode. It's at the very beginning. They literally are like, we're not going to ease you into this. We're going to launch you into it. And that's really how it was. Um, but yeah, he went over his injury. He went over a lot of the struggles he went through. We really got to get to know him better. I admit, yeah, I spent all last summer talking about Dak and his contract. Y'all know how I feel about that. But he's a good guy. He really is. I, I like his personality. I like um, how straightforward he is. He seems like he could be very direct, but he seems like he has a sense of humor. And him outside that, but he also seems like he's very hardworking. He doesn't want to sit this out. He wants to play. He said, I sat down enough. He said, I don't know why they're beeping, making me sit down. That was, I had to beat myself out. That's what he said. So go, I mean, he dropped F-bombs like it was no tomorrow. I was like, oh, he is like, I'm not sitting down. You can't tell me what to do. Um, So that is where he's at. The show was amazing. I think, you know, they talked about Jerry Jones, who is the owner for the Dallas Cowboys, made it one of the number one franchising, marketable franchises in NFL. And that's the first time I've seen a head coach, I mean, not head coach, uh, a team owner that hands on with a team. I was just like, oh, he's like eating a sausage McGriddle and putting salt on it on top of that. (laughs) Y'all go look at Jerry Jones. He ain't young. But he was dabbing that salt in that sandwich. And I was just like, oh, oh, okay. All right. Asking about Dak. He is very hands-on. I love the angles of the camera when he was talking to the head coach on the field, asking about Dak's status. And you could see how the camera was kind of peeking around the corner. Like it was like secretly recording them. They're mic'd up. We can hear everything they say. But it was really quite funny watching the camera. Like I'm going to peek around the corner and kind of see and record from this angle and see what happens. Um, so that was uh, my first time seeing that. We got to see Jerry Jones. He kind of like broke down a little bit in talking about he will stop at nothing to get the Dallas Cowboys back to the Super Bowl and to win a Super Bowl, to bring home a trophy again, because it's been a very long time for them. And then you transition into Zeke, Ezekiel Elliott. Zeke, this guy is funny. I mean, he is just a goofy personality that also works hard. He's much slimmer. You could tell he's changed his diet. He's really about being faster, still toned. This guy, I sent his picture to my best friend. I'm going to put her on blast for like 10 seconds. I sent his picture to my best friend and my best friend's like, ooh, who is he? I was like, aha, you think he's attractive. So I always send her pictures of football players. Just get her perspective because she doesn't watch the game. We're women. What can I say? Um, But 
So there was this moment, I guess, him and Dak Prescott's uh, birthdays are like a week apart in training camp. And he's like trying to wrap these gifts. And when I say my reaction to him trying to do this was hilarious, I laughed at myself because I was laughing at him trying to watch a YouTube video on how to wrap a gift. And there's like multiple sheets of wrapping paper all over the table. I'm like, Dak, I was like, Zeke, what are you doing? What are you doing here? What is happening? Why does it look like that? Like somehow he got it smoothed out using multiple pieces of tape. I'm laughing because you guys got to go watch it. It's actually quite hilarious. And they were like, well, what did that get you for your birthday, Zeke? And he's like, oh, a diamond bracelet. I was like, man, when you and your best friend are both millionaires, the gifts go up a notch. They really do. Um, But it was a really fun episode. They shoved cake in Dak's face. You know, I think that it's going to be interesting to see. There was a period where I didn't like Ezekiel Elliott, and now I do. Um, so I'm a, I'm a small fan of Dak and Zeke. I'm a fan. You know, I'm interested to see what they're going to do with Dallas Cowboys. They lost two preseason games so far. So hopefully, you know, things will step up. They did. There is a rumor that Dak might play in one of the preseason games. Might being the emphasis, you know, there. So we'll see what happens, honestly, because again, remember that MRI on his shoulder? And you got to see that in episode one about his shoulder too, because it's like he kind of overextended it. I've never seen anything like that before, but then he talked about how he had an injury as a kid in that throwing arm. And he was like, he just stopped um, throwing and eventually just stay on the field. And I think eventually they're like, hey, you need to go in to see the trainer and let's get some x-rays and let's figure out what's going on. So hopefully he's okay. Hope we get to see him on the field, suited up, ready to go. That is my episode two, drama in the camp. Drama around Dak's injury. I just need to know if he's going to earn his check. That's my two cents, y'all. I just need to know if he's going to earn his check. That's it. Let's come back to that next episode because we paid him a lot of money. And by we, I mean Jerry Jones <laughs> paid him a lot of money. And we just want to know if he's going to earn his check. You know, I think if he's healthy, I don't know why they need a second MRI on his shoulder. I'm trying to leave this topic alone, but it's Dak Prescott. And it seems like we're always here at NYAC revisiting Dak Prescott. Gosh, I hope I get to interview him. I just have one or two questions. I'm not one for drama. I just want to ask, you know, Normal questions. You want to know what my record is? Go watch my other interviews with other NFL players. It's on my YouTube page. See that? I've actually interviewed a few NFL players. So check me out, Dak. If someone sends this to you, I'm your person to interview. I have a few questions. But other than that, that is episode two of NYAC. I appreciate you all always sticking with me, listening. This is this is me just getting warmed up for the season. I remember I threw shade at the Dallas Cowboys and my coworker, was like cracking up because I made a post on Facebook about throwing shade at them. And she was just like, wow. And then the other coworker I had was like, oh, she's just getting warmed up. She's going to keep going. So um, you can follow me on Instagram at Ashley Gibbs. And you can, of course, subscribe because you're still here. We're 22 minutes in and you're still here. So you might as well subscribe and stick with me because when the season starts, it's really going to dig in deep. So you might as well hang out further with me. Thank you guys so much. Love you all. Again, keep social distancing, protect yourself, protect your families and loved ones, and just take care and enjoy a few preseason games. I want to hear from you. Send me comments. Send me DMs. Love you all. Bye.